You tell no. me you hate Robinson Enrique? Caruso. Put the chicken nugget down, Taylor. I do hate Robinson Caruso. Is it just like because David? it's just like mentally? <laughs> I, no, I like really devastated. hate David Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> like for no, me, David Caruso on CSI Miami was the best. As soon as he went off, I was done. Did he go off? I think he went off. I think he left, much like he did in NYPD Blue. Yeah. Wow. I used to like Seaside Miami, but then they start, I hate it when they start killing off, well, of course the characters want to, okay, this is my deal. All right, banter section. (laughs) When a show gets, this, you're on a show, right? Mm -hmm. It becomes super famous, super popular. Yes. Okay. You become a meme. I'm on that show. Even if I'm not the main character, I'm not David. I'm third on the list of names, third on the call sheet, but yet- these guys, third on fourth, fifth on the call sheet, suddenly decide they don't want to be on the show no more. So I'm going to go make a movie. Never hear from them again. Never hear from them again. But they kill them off. They're gone. Never heard from them again. All these good shows that have a good cast. I love the cast. And then they start wanting to go make movies and TV and all this stuff. Never hear from them again. They're done. David Caruso, number one on the call sheet. Where's he at now? He's on an island somewhere. He must his be. his dark sunglasses. <laughs> Thank he, it to himself. Yeah. And he whips them off. Whips them off and says, well. And makes a cool catchphrase, and then he's non-existent. He plays, he reaches over to his iPod and just turns the, <laughs> turns the theme Turns on, on the who. The who, and then that's it. That's it. I, I've never heard from David Caruso in the last... Probably 10 years. Were you friends with him? I was <laughs> like, what are you expecting? I just don't get it. I don't get it. You're on a super famous TV show. Why would you leave? I don't know, but just remember this. One of these days, here's what I'm going to do. The moment this podcast breaks like oh, 100 listeners, gonna I'm going to bail. <laughs> Be like, I'm on to greater things. Well, I've got bad news for you. We broke 100 listeners. What? Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. And go. Are we on? Tell me when we're on. We're, we're, uh, the, when I say go. Are you doing? We're going now. That's generally. I've always said go, and you've always went. Well, why some, are you questioning the uh, go sometimes now? Sometimes you don't say no. Go. I I, I, I just said go. Sa- I thought you were saying no. I thought you were saying no. I'm opening. If you, you, I'm opening a game. I'm right now. This is our opening. Hello, everybody. Hey, this is board game snobs we're coming at you live from somewhere northeast Texas. Te- technically, we're not live. It's they're not- Friday night recording. <laughs> Friday night northeast Texas. <laughs> Friday night recording. I used to like Saturday Night Live. Uh, yeah. That- Here's the deal with Saturday Night Live. Tell me the no deal. No matter what era. You are in. The era's past always seem better. I don't think that's the case. I think it's just it's just degraded over time. Even when Adam Sandler and Chris Farley and all of them were on there, everybody's like, oh, it was much better when it was Data Carvey and Phil Hartman. It was. Which it was. It was good. It was. But now we look back on the Adam Sandler days like they were the good old classics, and they were. Uh, I think Martin Short and Dan Aykroyd back in the day. I think back when it first started. I don't think Martin Short was ever on. Saturday Night Live. He did. Uh, he did the guy with the little, uh, like the alfalfa. That like, was Second City. 
No. That was second. That was SCTV. Are you sure? Yes. I swear Martin Short was Jimmy there. something? Yeah. No, that was Second City TV. Nah, I feel that was out of Chicago. I feel embarrassed. That was Friday nights on from Chicago. Chicago. Okay, Not- maybe somewhere along the line I saw that, but yeah. Yeah. But they had a good, I used to watch that like at my mom, grandma's house, like way back in the day. Your grandma sit there and let you watch that? Yeah. Your grandma was cool. What was that? What was his name where he had that spike and I dance weird? I'll, I'll look it up. My my grandma just knitted. Oh. She wouldn't let us do anything. Oh, my, my grandma just like, she would get me whatever I want. She always had M&M's when I went over there and Big Macs. That might be part of my problem nowadays. But she just gave me whatever I wanted. Go over there, watch cartoon, Saturday morning cartoons. She had a kitty cat. I would pet. Why do you? Well, I have noticed something very, very distressing. <laughs> what? Talk about it. What? You never call it a cat. You call it a kitty cat. Because it's a kitty cat. Uh, Ed Grimley. Ed Grimley. Ed yes. Grimley. Ed yes. Grimley. Uh, and you're right. It began on SCTV. It became a sensation during his brief stint with Saturday Night Live. Really? Sort of a. I pr- stand corrected. Sort of a pre-Urkel nerd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really didn't like that character. I just remember him. I didn't like him. He wasn't funny to me. Yeah. I remember him, yeah. I think Kramer was on SCTV for a while. Was he? That's not his real name. Whatever his real name is. Are we going to talk about board games? We Do we talk? always have to talk about board games on our podcast? Well, since, Why do you always cut to the chase? Since that is... Hey, you know, at one time, you're like, we need a uh, banter segment. I never said that. <laughs> it's you are the one. No. You're the one that we always... We literally wanted, have it recorded. You're the one always saying, we need to no, banter about no. stuff. No. I'm anti-banter. You need to remember your own words. Banter. That's the bad thing about podcasts. It's literally recorded. No. And I will find uh, it and show it to you. Dig back through the archives I of will. our other 36 I episodes will. and try to find it. I'm going to. This is Jerry. And as per my instructions prior to this podcast, we need to banter for a little bit. Um. So our, our recent board games nights have been fraught with variety. <laughs> yes. It has been... I well, did. all thanks to Mike. Man, <laughs> he has been bringing the games. Mike, this is this is part of it. When you get somebody into board gaming and they really take hold, next thing you know, they just keep bombarding you with wanting to play new stuff, mm-hmm. and you feel like you have to go and take them down this walk of every game they've missed. It's yeah, like that's you, true. It's like I sit, I'm foaming at the mouth to play Concordia with him and just seeing like, have you ever played? We played Lorenzo the Barony. other night. Barony, Barony. We played Lorenzo with him, and he got it. He, he like, super liked it. Yeah. He super liked it. That and uh, what else did we play? He beat you, too. He did. He Just beat saying. me at Lorenzo. Oh, we played We played Endeavor. He didn't beat me, though. Did we talk about Endeavor? We did not, because we, we played that after. And we've not talked about Endeavor. No. Okay. Endeavor's a very simple, like, I was shocked by how simple it was. Worker placement. Uh, management game. And let me describe it here, if, if I may. It did, uh, go, you may, sir. Uh, thank you, sir. I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> Good day. Uh, you have your little player board, mm-hmm. and you utilize this player board, and mm-hmm. it has little tracks on the player board to show how you've developed your little section of, I guess, uh, I don't, are you companies, or are you uh, are you countries? I never did get that point. I kind of it kind of felt like you were like the East Indian Trading Company. You would have to be companies because you're all over the map, right? And so the map is scattered out, and it has these little tokens that randomize each time of what little bonuses you'll or get. Or just investors. I don't know. It might be investors. I'd say investors. But you have to manage your workers so tightly because 
on your board, you'll have these buildings that you built, and you'll place a worker there to activate that building, and then it'll be like send a worker out to in a certain area. So you have to have another worker to go out. And so at the beginning of each round, you have this track that determines how many workers you get. Also has a track of how many workers you pay to retrieve off your player board to make them available again. So you're running this little track trying to manage your workers and your other resources. Very simple, very straightforward. Uh, what yes. type of buildings you can be, uh, pay for. And you're basically kind of doing a little bit of route building. Like you're getting victory points by placing in these certain areas on the map. And if you can connect them, you get certain amount of victory points that are in between. There is, interestingly enough, on bigger, with with more player counts, there's a lot of interaction. Like it gets to where you have to use your military force, your cannons, to kind of knock another player out of an area. It was the lightest resource management worker placement game I think I have played in a while. And we just played the base game. We didn't play with the little add-ons to it. But even with the base game, I super liked it. Like, I was impressed with the components. I was impressed with the presentation. Mike Mike taught the game. How are you impressed with the components when they're simply discs and cardboard? Okay, here's here's why. Why are you getting so snotty? I'm just asking. There was no components to it. There were discs and cardboard, like in any other game ever. Technically, those are components. Thank you. They are components, yes, but they're not anything to be impressed by. Yet you said they're... they're Enrique, you're really pushing it. (laughs) Two two things. Two things. Where's your microphone? Here you go, right there. Two things. One. (laughs) Say something, Enrique. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Okay, good. The artwork... On the buildings, I, I did enjoy the artwork. I thought it was very indicative of the theme. And two, you cannot tell me that insert wasn't awesome. The insert, yes. Okay. I think the insert must, I was like, that must be from Game Trace. So are you saying that the insert? But that not- is not a component of the game. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it, it no, is. No, you're talking inserts. That is different. No, I enjoy a good insert. <laughs> insert joke here. No, no. I like. No, the game had... Put cubes. on your dark sunglasses and cue the music. It had cubes, discs, and cardboard like any other game ever. But it was quality cardboard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. No, I mean, if you're saying it's got quality components, I'm expecting like miniatures no, or no. something that's different. No, it no. had discs, cubes, and cardboard. There's nothing to say great components. Don't say that. I'll say whatever I want. No, I'm, t- I'm telling t- you, don't. Whatever. I'm telling you, not. the art I, I was. Cu- I'll cut you off too. The art was Look at there. You're off. <laughs> say so. Jerry, say something. The art was nice. Yeah. Yeah, go. I'm no, in control. Really, really. I thought the artwork was nice, and I think that the components were okay. serviceable. I've allowed you to speak it again. Did, it did what it was supposed to do. The artwork is fine. It was perfunctory. It, was, it did its job. It was I'm nothing not, special. I'm not going to talk to you. The board was big. It was big. It was a map. That was a map. Big deal. It big was a map. map. It was a map. Nothing about the components were great. I like the insert. The insert is amazing. And I the, will give you that. All right. I, Thank you. I guarantee you that was a Game Trays insert. Much like a Wasteland Express was a Game Trays insert that they just made because it was awesome. But the game sucked. The game was terrible. Endeavor, an interesting game. It was one I kind of had difficult with myself, difficulty with. I had a hard time grasping it at first. Grasping. And then uh, grokking. Grokking. There you go. That's better. Speaking of grokking, 
You know where that came from? It was that Martian thing. You told I tried to re- I tried to remember where it came from, but some sort of Martian term. I can't remember who was Stranger it. Stranger in a strange land. Yeah. Robert A. Heinlein. Heinlein. I, just, I used to say Heinlein. No, it's Heinlein. But apparently, it's Heinlein because it's E L I N. A Martian comes to Earth. It's a whole big deal. It's this book. It's a classic. A classic book. It's basically Mork and Mindy, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Basically Mork and Mindy. Just as funny. <laughs> Robert A. Heinlein writes this book. A Martian comes to Earth, and he's got all these powers. I'm like, cool. It's like X Men. But then it quickly goes into like philosophy and morality and what is morality, what is life. And I'm like, oh. It's so okay. much like First Martians. It's <laughs> now a dime dollars <laughs> discount. Like, oh, well, I'm suddenly not so interested. How about you? In- but I'm three quarters of the way through it and I feel compelled to finish it. Well, how about you endeavor to stay on topic? I did. Aliens. Has nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> I liked Endeavor. Endeavor. Um, I didn't... It's one... Okay. Much like another game we may talk about later. It's a game I enjoyed playing. I have... Some games give me the feels. Some games don't. This game I had a hard time understanding. And... uh, But you and John and Mike... Yeah, tore it up. You and John tied. Tore it up. At 62. Tore it up. Mike came in at 61. Tore it up. I came in at 52. That's, that's that's terrible. I did not tear it up. I did not get the game. I had a hard time understanding it. And by the time I finally caught on, it was too late. Uh, I will I will give a brief warning about Endeavor. Uh, number one, Mike, when he taught the game, Pointed out that there is a deck of cards utilized uh, to gain resources, easy resources. And while he was teaching the game, he referred to it as the slavery deck. And the game, yes, that is what it is. Uh, interestingly enough, I haven't seen anything on Board Game Geek about this or anything of that nature. But essentially, the game does depict that time period. And it does utilize the whole, you can get cheap resources by engaging in slavery but at the end game if players pursue a certain objective it will end slavery and the players that have engaged in slavery lose victory points the rule book has a whole section addressing it and bringing it out of why they decided to use it in the game to include it because it was part of history and just to address it i thought that was interesting i thought that was a, a move but that may bother some people but there it is it was included in the game Okay. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Moving on. Uh, uh, speaking of of uh, games that we have played and have interesting opinions about, uh, Reese, what? Be the judge of that. Turn what's in, an interesting opinion? Turn Enrique's mic on, please. It's on. Enrique, what? are you what? there? Yeah. Put the what? chicken nugget down. Uh, we oh, are God. going to stop nibbling the outside stop. edges. Hey, you let me eat. You no, put down all the Dr. Back off. Okay. Okay. Coimbra. Uh, Coimbra. Coimbra. Yes. Coimbra. Stop that. Co- stop that. Coimbra. Coimbra. The same group of designers that did one of my favorite. We've discussed this on the last podcast. See or go. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Oh. Okay. You grok this. Got it. The same designers that did Lorenzo. So I really enjoy the these particular Some of the same designers. Some of the same designers. 
Coimbra, to me, has an interesting mechanism utilizing dice. Number one, I do not like dice placement games. Coimbra is a game where you roll the dice. The dice are of various colors, like at least four colors and one wild color. The four colors activate these tracks. However high up you are on those tracks, those are the rewards that you get. You take a dice, you put it in your little neat little dice holder, and you place it out on the board somewhere that determines your uh, uh, your your turn order in buying cards. And the cards, of course, give you bonuses and move you up on the track, and you have to manage these two resources, your blah, money or your guards. Blah, 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 blah. I love the way that the dice activate the tracks. I love that there's so much you have to think about. There's a lot of things going with this game. First time I learned it, went through it, laid it out. I thought, this is interesting. We played it, and I thought, yeah, it's, 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 there's something fascinating about it. I no longer find it fascinating. I no longer, no, this is out of those designers. So you're done. I'm done. Question. Hmm. Yes. Wait. Okay. So as we were playing, you said you had thoughts. I did thoughts. And you're like, you're going to hold it for the podcast. So your thought is you are done with this game. Yes. I'm done with it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it? I, okay. This you don't is my get deal. it. Like we mean, I, okay, now hold on. Enrique Shh. wrapped the map. He went around. Enrique is legit on this game, even though the first time he got it, uh, it he got it a, a detail wrong, and he played it very poorly. He literally forgot how the scoring track worked. He literally worked. forgot how it worked. Yeah. Okay, I've heard about this game. It's a beautiful game. It's designers that we are aware of. We appreciate their work. Coimbra is a beautiful game to play. I simply cannot <laughs> get this game. I do not grok. Yes, you don't grok. Much like Michael I, Valentine I, of Stranger in a Strange Land. I do not grok. I cannot. <laughs> is that your... We have played this game. Jerry and Enrique were like running their scores up. And I'm like back on zero. And I'm like, what the crap am I doing? And... I came in third. A I, distant third. I, There's only three players. A distant what? third. Was he like Your score was something? half. Your score was, was literally half was. of everyone else's. And it, okay, and it's strange to me. And this is something I wanted to talk to you with you about. All right, talk to me about talk it. Talk to you, with you, and you. Enrique. Enrique. Right. Jerry. Oh. Why is it some games people just... I mean, it just clicks. Bam. I get this. Enrique, I think the first time we played this, Enrique, it clicked with him. It did. He got a rule wrong, and we had to punish him for that. <laughs> it, but he got a rule wrong. He was running punishment. way up on something. Because yeah. he was counting. He was just, okay, would, it's hard to explain on Coimbra. But yeah, anyway, he got a rule wrong. So he was like, okay, well, I've screwed this extremely bad. So we had to discount all his points, basically. Mm. But the second play, Enrique still got the the main part of the game, and he is tearing it up. Jerry's tearing it up. Tearing it up. I am way... I was on zero for most of the game until I just got points. Pa pause, right, pause right there, because I want to talk about why some people get the game. 
But before I move on, because I will straight up forget this, because I have half the time forget right, Enrique's even here. Enrique, do you like Coimbra? Do you like the game? Even I know you're good at it. Don't like, let Jerry influence you, because you usually go along with Jerry. Well, no, do you love no, the game? Just, Enrique has an opinion. He just I know has, he does, but he often goes with you. Don't let him scare do, you, Be Enrique. honest. Do, do I you like, like this game? game? I, I can understand why you guys don't pretty much like the game, because it's a very... Simple, simple game. Not very. Oh, uh, what the crap? It, it's not what? simple. What do you mean? It's, it's a simple. very simple game. Like okay. Any, well, that's what I'm. This, you're missing the entire point of this conversation. Then, it is not simple to me. No, it's not. I do not understand this game. It hurts my brain. <laughs> but it the icon- iconology, iconography, whatever you want to call it, I do not get. The gameplay is not intuitive. It is fiddly. It is fiddly. I love how this game looks. Mm. It's beautiful. Okay. The dice are pretty. Okay. I do not like this game. Enrique, do you like it? Yes or no? Speak your heart, Enrique. Go from yes, I actually okay. Do. There That's it all is. We need to there know. it is. Thank you very much, Enrique. Uh, okay, so I'm going to. I'm just going to mediate this. Okay. Obviously, Gabby doesn't like the game because he does not understand. I don't it, get it. I don't get rocket. it. It hurts me. Enrique enjoys it mainly because there is this. The game is very something about it. He gets. it's very scattered. He it's, was it's, tearing me up, and there's a lot of iconology. I'm having to look at the rule book the entire time and tell him what each card does, which irritates me to pieces. <laughs> It, it, it is very difficult, and, and a lot of these designers' games have that. But Enrique does. He does pick up on it. I'm down the middle of the road, and my opinion of this game, since it's kind of polarizing for us, would be this. It, it would be this. It is a... Uh, if you are a Euro gamer, and I mean a diehard Euro gamer, and you really, really like dice placement games, and you really enjoy... The you, you don't mind the uh, race for the galaxy type uh, iconology or the any other type of little fiddliness that tends to come with these type of Euro games and, and the heaviness of it. I say give Coimbra a look, but overall, just in general, I, I just I, I feel it's it's the weakest of their of their games. Like I'm I'm out of love with it. Okay, well hmm. hold on. Oh no. Coimbra or Zulkin? Uh, boo. Uh, you know, I kind of halfway feel Zulkin a little bit because Zulkin is hard. I I don't like the. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of tied up on that. That would be hard for me to to to, uh, to really get. I just don't like the feelingness of Coimbra. I when I literally when I asked you that question, I was thinking Coimbra, obviously. But I think I prefer Zulkin. <laughs> yeah, see? So, yeah. Uh, Coimbra, uh, this is my deal. Coimbra I want to love it. Is, I want to. It's so beautiful. Mm. It's so pretty. The colors are pretty. But I can't let that fool me. Zulkin, to me, is more uh, it's straightforward. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, the look of the cake ain't always the taste. It's never heard the, that. You never heard that? Heard I guess that. you don't listen to the Black Keys. Nope. You should. I listen to Kings of Leon. Who? They're the original Black Keys. No. The Black Keys were... Anyways. No. Kings of Leon. No. No. <laughs> I'm about to move... No. I'm about no. to move somebody. Tell you Whatever. that right now. I'm about to use somebody. Uh, so these... Uh, 
anyways, Coimbra is polarizing. And, and to get back to the point you were making about how, why some people don't get games. Yes, I don't get it. Coimbra is like a dance. There are certain things that you, that are interconnected. You have to be understanding that these dice and their value, the dice that you use to place out there is also the money that you have to expend. So if you use a six pip dice to buy this card, it's going to cost you six cards or six money. So that's this dance of the the value of the dice, the color of the dice. You like how to it, dance? I hate to dance. You don't like dancing. I hate to dancing. But the, I dance with your. I think I've danced with your wife, and you don't like to dance. I don't like to dance. Uh, How come you don't like to dance with your wife? What? Why are you? Are you, are you Dr. Phil? <laughs> What's the deal? I'm about to get into it. What's the deal with you and your wife? <laughs> she likes to dance. You don't. No, I don't. How do you not like to dance? Does music not move you? I enjoy listening to music. But when but when it comes to I have never been able to the beat doesn't pulse I don't through have your the body. Bolt. I don't have you the beat. Don't tap your I foot. can't drop the beat. I can't move to the beat. I don't get the beat. I love to dance. I know you love to dance. You love to sing and dance. I love you, to sing you, and dance. You you bust out in song quite often and and occasionally bust out in in something that resembles rhythmic movement. I do. <laughs> I love to dance. Yes, he loves to dance and will dance until he is sweating like a hog. <laughs> And it is. I will dance. I don't care how much I sweat. I love to there dance. There you go. And see, that's the point: is that there are certain games that people automatically it speaks to them, and they understand why it moves. It's like little bitty facets it's of like it. Like a dance. Coim- you either get the dance or you don't. Coimbra is like break dancing to you. You're not going to be able to do it. Oh, I can break dance. You cannot break dance. <laughs> I can break dance, bro. You'll break something, but what you ain't going to break about? dance. The, the it's no 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 no. It's it's just please the, stop. It's just the the rhythm of the game, and sometimes it doesn't work, and sometimes it's it does. The rhythm of the night, and there he goes. Okay, the night. Okay, Coimbra. Okay, let's do this. Coimbra board game snobs, not approved. Why are you doing that? Not approved. That sounds so bad. We have to do it. We haven't done it in a while. Oh, we actually have not. I'm literally thinking about this right now. We have not approved or not approved a game in a while. We just we just yell out that we really like it. Board game snobs, <laughs> not approved. Not approved. Jerry says it. Very sad. I am. I am currently have Newton, which is again by some of the same designers oh that I. And you have told me, and looking at it, you don't like it. I don't like it, but I, I'm. It's growing Sometimes on me. Sometimes gameplay's different. It's growing on me. It's growing on me. Okay. Enrique, I'll, Coimbra. Uh, am I doing this? Do you like, like it or not? Like, I like it. It's You're uh, one fifth of board game snobs. <laughs> one fifth. <laughs> Who's that? We're, putting, we're putting two other people ahead of you, Bubba and Mike. Who is Bubba's? Literally never been <laughs> on never this podcast. Here. He's never here, but we still put him ahead. <laughs> we didn't have Bubba on sometime. I don't know why does Bubba never come because on. Bubba will overshadow us. He can string together words. He's a wordsmith. I know. We're just we can't have that. We can't have that. No. <laughs> Be taken up. His silk velvety bear tumble okay, so, charm uh, the listeners. That's gonna do it for this episode of Board Game Snobs. Is it? Yes. Are we gonna have Enrique back next week? We'll have Enrique. Enrique back literally next week. didn't do anything. Yeah, I just you just was there. Well, I didn't that's how it's be. Will you put? I'm Gobby. Finish your nuggets. This is Jerry. Finish your nuggets. Hey man, this is a twenty piece nugget, Enrique. and I've had it for how how long oh, have I been all here? Right. An just hour. Shut him off. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the board game snobs. Stay classy.